Ed. Luke Giver, BBI International. BBI International, of course, most people might know you as the kind of the master of ceremony, the organizer, if you will, for the Bakken Conference. This is, um, well, not the Bakken, is it the Bakken Conference or what, what's what's the name of it? Because um, I know that it was the Bakken Magazine, but now it's the North American Shale Magazine. So I, I apologize. I don't have my notes in front of me. So help me take my foot out of my mouth, Luke. Talk to me about the event going <laughs> sure. on next week. <laughs> sure, sure. As you know, Jason, um, there's so much happening across the country with um, shale oil and gas. Um, it was, we originally started um, with a magazine out of our publishing and uh, events company based in North Dakota. We first started focusing on the Bakken and then we also branched out uh, with our magazine, uh, print digital to cover the, the whole U.S. Um, and that's called North American Shale Magazine. Our team at that magazine has been um, hosting, organizing, and putting on the Bakken Conference and Expo um, for about five years now at different places in the state. We started on the east side of the state. Um, we've been to the west side of the state. Uh, this year we happen to be in, in sort of uh, central North Dakota there in Bismarck, and so that's where the 2019 event will be. You know, I apologize again, but um, not having my notes totally in order here, but the, very similar to, to the path that the, the crude life went on, started in, you know, with a Bakken-centric type thing and then realized, at least from my standpoint, I realized a lot of these companies were in a lot of the different shale plays and a lot of the different communities really spoke to the other communities and a lot of the innovation seemed to work in a lot of the different other shale plays, but there wasn't just a little twist of of locality that was needed and that sort of thing. But the broad spectrum was there. Uh, did, why did you guys do did, go from the Bakken to the North American shale? I guess. I think for for some of the reasons you mentioned, uh, certainly Jason, with um, the link between so many of uh, the different plays, whether it be the Bakken and Delaware Basin or the Eagleford and the Haynesville and uh, just the, the the major link and connection that was present with all of those um, combined with just the amount of activity and historic things happening um, you can imagine as a as yourself um, creating content especially around a specific sector in this case shale oil and gas um, it's like a kid in a candy store when you look at the amount of things happening first in the Bakken and then in the Permian. And uh, it's been great and challenging, I would say, but uh, great to try and stay up on the new technologies and cover all of the uh, really exciting and unique things uh, that are happening in one play and how they transfer to a different play and, um, you know, how people figure out things with the rock in one play and how they utilize those learnings in a different place so that's kind of uh why we were able to to branch out and take what we were trying to do and go um to the broader spectrum on the north american shale scene and then you also have that other energy scene I, I know in the past you guys have done some biomass things and that sort of um leads me to my next question that the energy industry and you figured this out they love all all forms above. They would just like a 
fair marketplace. Um, do you see a day where you're going to maybe take not not combine them, but maybe kind of cross promote that kind of that um, biomass side of your your events and business and, and editorial content to maybe the oil and gas side, or is that already kind of happening? Well, I think uh, with the, on the editorial side and the print side of things, we we try and keep them pretty focused. Um, as you might imagine, um, someone working at a biomass plant or a pellet mill in North Dakota or Georgia, uh, their main focus is on how to do their job better. And so I think we would we would focus the content in, in the print side of things um, to those specific niches. But um, this year we're actually tr- focusing on um, to a little bit of what you're talking about, Jason. Branching out in, in uh, the, the kind of the content offerings we have at, at, on our event side um, to showcase and bring to light a lot of the different trends and opportunities that are present um, in the overall multifaceted energy industry in North Dakota. Um, so this November, we're, we're putting on a, a new event for us called the North Dakota Energy Conference and Expo, and it's really playing off of that uh, all of the above. Uh, energy approach uh, that some people are for and uh, really the reality of of North Dakota with all of the different opportunities there are for development obviously in oil and gas but also in the um, the bioenergy side of things along with wind and solar there's so many things happening that that as you know you you kind of see those things in covering the oil and gas industry that it's uh, too exciting to ignore, and that's why we've um, added a new event to, to our lineup this year, like I said, in November uh, in Grand Forks, North Dakota, the North Dakota Energy Conference and Expo. Well, I wish you guys luck on that, and, and what you said is true. I mean, you know, a lot of times when you're producing the content like you are uh, as an as editor of the magazine and as well as other duties, um, and myself, somebody out there gathering content, that you, you almost can see the stars align a little bit sooner than other people, but you don't want to come across arrogant or some intellect or anything. You just want to point out those dots and say, Gee, you know, if you guys could just connect these couple dots here, you could get this. So I'm glad to see you guys are doing that conference. I think it'll go probably pl- pl- uh, very pleasant. I think you guys will be pleasantly surprised because I think this – uh, desire for all the above is is out there, and um, I haven't seen too many of these out there. So kudos to that. Uh, let's get to the main event topic here, which is the Bakken Expo, the the, the Bakken Conference. This is the fifth annual. You said, yeah, that's correct. The fifth annual, and talk to me about this year's conference. It's in Bismarck, and uh, some of the. Corporate, some of the sponsors you want to mention, some of the speakers, some of the topics. Uh, feel free to kind of run the gamut a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I think the a good place to start is just to talk about um, the agenda and what folks are going to talk about. It's it's interesting how much like a um, a magazine issue or a, a special report um, this agenda for the 2019 uh, show really kind of had its own themes emerge um and i was talking about this with our team the other day and it's just been interesting how it seems fitting that in a state like north dakota where we sort of embrace new technology with things like drones that um 
I think half of the first day of the event is uh, has presentations touching on new technology, big data, um, kind of those trendy words and ideas we hear a lot with drones or data or AI. Um, and we've got speakers coming to talk about work that they've done, um, they can do, or are already doing in the Bakken with things like artificial intelligence to help um, with automating well sites, um, taking unutilized flared gas to um, power data centers on site um, at a well site in North Dakota. Um, there's also some folks coming to talk about um, some of the work they've done down in Houston and uh, Texas with water hauling supply and uh, implementing blockchain technology and how they're doing that. And so that was one of the major themes that kind of just just showed up after the agenda building process was how the newest of the new technology in the in the quote unquote digital oil field is really um, playing out in North Dakota. What kind of response are you hearing anecdotally, either around your office or from people you interview to people you know that that are out in the field on the whole digital transition from you know the AI to just even the human resources department? I, I remember interviews doing with people three years ago and they were still bucking the horse on, you know, big data in the HR department. I can't imagine, you know, bringing in a drone or an artificial intelligence, but you guys are cutting edge covering this stuff. So uh, what, what, what's kind of some of the early, early um, words you guys are hearing? Well, it's definitely been interesting. And I, I definitely understand your sentiment too, Jason, that there, there's always going to be um, certain people that, that don't think certain technology is needed, but when you listen to the companies talk about their technologies, one thing that really stands out is many of them have actual case studies and projects that are already completed that they've uh, performed for clients, whether it be in the Bakken or in the Permian or um, out east in the Marcellus. They've all got these proven track records now where they've already implemented this stuff and they're excited to talk about uh, sort of lessons learned and, and updates or efficiencies gained from uh, whether it be a well site or an office or um, new technical analysis of how to uh, create a better completion design for a, for a long reach lateral. It's been uh, really amazing really to see that uh, maybe in years past when it was more talk, um, there's definitely been more action that's been completed on some of that talk. And, and as you know, in the oil and gas industry, that's really important um, for companies to have that case study data to back up some of the claims that they're making with this stuff. And so that's what it's exciting about the conference this year is all the talks. Um, they have case studies, and I've seen their PowerPoint presentations already, and they they have some really cool graphics to show. Here's how we implemented this, and, and here's the positive change that resulted. Are there any specific, any certain um, speakers to note at this year's conference? I know they're all they're they're all great, and they're all you know bring their own flavor of things. But you know, is there anybody? You know, you mentioned the AI thing. Is that just you know somebody like that is probably. Um, 
probably one out, not very well known at all, you know, type of a thing. So who knows? You guys might be bringing the best one in the world. I'm not even sure. So I'm not even, you know, is there, <laughs> is there a kind of a, some speakers that um, you care to mention? Yeah, definitely. I think if you're talking about AI, we've got um, Brian Arns. He's the director of op optimization for a company called Ambient. And um, just a little under a year ago, they worked with a um, small company um, out of Norway who's since changed their name um, to Equinor, and they worked with them. A uh, small company is obviously a joke. Um, they worked with Equinor in the Wilson Basin on bringing AI uh, to the well site and helping with determining the efficiency of, of rod pumps and, and the stroke length and things at um, the pump jacks. And they're going to talk about that on the artificial intelligence side and how they've been able to help and, and what they've kind of learned since. Um, another company that's done a lot of really interesting work with completions you know those are changing all the time and you know because of new completion designs we hear you know the the popular talk that fringe areas in in the Bakken are again economical um, because of new completions well there's a company called drill to frack um, with pascal reyes aguirre that is going to talk about um you know in his own terms how to listen to the rock why new downhole modeling and information is sort of changing the, the completion strategies of companies and what it's doing. And they've got a unique um, technique of measuring a rock's mechanical specific energy that they use to help sort of determine if a certain portion of a lateral is stimulated, how that'll affect the overall um, completion design and, and uh, optimization of that well. and. And Hill, I'm sure uh, Pasco will go into much greater detail on, on a more technical level, level than I ever could. But um, he'll be a great one too. On the, um, you know, the investment side of things is always really interesting. I think the second day of the show, um, we've got two back-to-back -back speakers that are going to talk about um, the investment side and what Wall Street wants from some of these major Bakken producers now. And we have James Chu, who's um, the chief technical officer and the project production specialist for a company that um, actually works directly with operators to say, hey, here is what Wall Street wants. Here's what the new investor mindset is. And then they work with them to sort of uh, help them figure out how to accomplish that. So when you hear, you know, the terms of free cash flow and operating within cash flow and things like that, James and his team can help people and companies um, do that. And then uh, one more that I definitely think is worth mentioning, Jason, um, is Nicholas O'Grady from uh, Northern Oil and Gas. And they've that's a non-op company that participates in a lot of wells in the Bakken. And, and they've got a unique history, and they've sort of been revitalized in the last few years. And the most interesting thing about their company is they have participated um, in, I think, more wells than any non-operator in the Bakken ever has. And um, the amount of data and insight they have to um, a majority of the wells ever drilled in the Bakken is just incredible. And it's, it's amazing to talk with them 
um, just about the things they've learned, kind of the trends that they've seen come and go um, with with operators in the Bakken, and they're going to talk a lot about that and their story and, and sort of why they're they're so uniquely positioned um, as a non-op investor for the Bakken. So those are those are definitely some of the, the speakers that, that I'm excited about for sure. How about when it comes to some of the sponsors for the event? Uh, any sponsors you care to mention? Yeah, so we've got uh, a lot of different sponsors this year. We have Boys in Blue, um, Celtec International bringing some new technology along with CP Energy Services. Um, originally, they wanted to bring a major, major um, piece of equipment into the uh, event center there in Bismarck, but I think we, uh, as much as we tried, we couldn't handle bringing in multiple semis worth of equipment. That's how much, that's how big it was. But um, they're going to be there to talk about um, some of their new um, water, sand, oil and gas um, filtration uh, technology that they use in other plays. That's really made a big difference in um, getting rid of a lot of the oil field waste. Uh, so that's. That's really an interesting one. We've got Veriforce and PEC. And then, you know, it's great to have companies like Troutman Welding and Fabrication who are on the sort of the, the ground level of things, helping to manufacture and, and work on some of the new technologies or just the day-to-day equipment needed to to help the Bakken produce. What are we at now? One, 1.2 or something like that, however many barrels of oil per day it is. But um, it's great to have companies like that. Well, let's get the rundown of uh, the event as far as the dates, times, locations, anything you want to make sure that gets mentioned so that people have all the right information So, for the Bakken Conference happened in 2019. Yeah, so we start at Tuesday at 9 o'clock, um, and we've got a really packed schedule the full day. Um, it's a one-and-a-half-day show, Tuesday from 9 to 6.30, um, lunch is included. We've got different networking reception breaks. Um, we've got uh, a special barbecue dinner at 5 o'clock um, at the Bismarck Event Center. Really looking forward to that. It's hard to beat some good barbecue. Um, during the, the lunches and the evening reception break, um, we've also got an innovation stage set up for a number of researchers from the University of North Dakota's Petroleum Engineering Department to talk about some of the incredible work they're doing um, with downhole and, and um, uh, surface uh, operations out in the Bakken with um, some of their major partners, some, some Bakken operators that everyone would recognize. They're actually going to be talking, I think we have five or six um, speakers lined up to also be talking in the uh, expo floor when um, everyone's walking around talking with the exhibitors and such. Uh, Wednesday, we start at the same time, 9 o'clock, and then we uh, we go till 1.30, and one of the, the nice things we're doing, um, which you and I were just talking about, um, kind of a roundtable discussion. Those are always, always great to listen to. They're kind of refreshing. You know, no PowerPoints, no uh, prepared remarks. Um, we've got uh, a CEO from 
an emerging completions company out of Colorado that's doing a lot of work in the Bach, and we have a um, lifelong midstream veteran that works for Chevron and um, a few other speakers lined up to join me on the stage for a roundtable discussion to end the show um, on the expo floor and just really um, talk about some, some big topics, take questions from the audience, and, and give people a chance to kind of participate in an end-of-the-show discussion. They're going to take questions from the audience, huh? Yeah, yep, yep, they're willing to do that, and I think that's good. Um, I'll try my best to uh, reframe those questions if they need to be uh, so everything's appropriate, but, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it should be. Um, that sounds like a, a fun way to end an event. Um, great engagement, and um, that's one of the things that uh, the oil and gas industry has been been doing more of is engagement, and I, I think they need to do that as well, um, engagement with people uh, more and more. So, all right, well, um, get a website? Yeah, you can find all this information out at thebakkenconference.com. Thebakkenconference.com? Yep, oh. agenda, registration, uh, times, exhibit space, sponsors. Um, everything's on there. If, if any of your listeners need any information other than that, they can certainly contact me as well.